Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Justin Nielsen here with the breakdown of the action in today's session, Wednesday, November 8th, where it seems like we could be getting the pause we want. Small cap's another issue. We'll get to that. But <laughs> Justin, your thoughts briefly on today's action and just give us a preview of the couple of stocks we'll be checking in on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you kind of ask for a pause and then when you get it, it's like, oh, what? You get a little nervous, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, it's look, after after moving up 8.7% off its bottom, the NASDAQ did uh, warrant a break. And uh, that's kind of what it's doing. Um, but let's talk about a few of the stocks that we'll cover today. Axon on earnings, Eli Lilly, uh, some news out on that. And then also uh, Dell setting up pretty nicely. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze those major indexes. So the NASDAQ today up a little less than one-tenth of a percent. The S&P 500 up one-tenth of a percent. The Dow taking a little bit of a break today, down one-tenth of a percent. Small caps, though, a little bit of a struggle area with the Russell down 1.2% today. And this comes even as we saw a further pullback for those Treasury yields. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 definitely one of those things where you would expect that the ten-year Treasury yield coming down would actually take a little pressure off the Russell two thousand. I mean, that was one of the things that was blamed uh, for its underperformance because of uh, how how much that yield was rising. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, this is something Ed and I talked about yesterday. It's amazing how similar the Russell two thousand and RSP, the equal weighted S and P five hundred, look to each other. Um, so the the pullback. Uh, the pullback is real. It's maybe not getting shown as well on the NASDAQ composite, right. which is kind of going a little flat. Um, but there are a few more decliners than advancers. Um, and, you know, the the, the equal weighted S&P 500 and the small caps, um, you could throw the mid caps in there, too, with MDY, which is the, the S&P uh, 400 mid cap index, you know, showing a little bit more of a pullback. Um, and, you know, right there at the 50 day moving average line for a lot of these indexes, um, you know, RSP included. So it, it, it does show that we're still kind of in this market where the big mega cap tech is kind of doing mm -hmm. a lot of heavy lifting for us. Um, and we're not necessarily quite out of the woods elsewhere. Right. Okay. And then we already looked at the 10-year yield. Let's check in quickly on the dollar. Not a whole lot of movement there. So I guess if we have sort of a trading range established or, uh, you know, that's what we'd be talking about for the treasury yields. If they can just stabilize, right, that that would be helpful. But we'll also take a, a continuation of uh, them coming in too. Yeah, if yeah, right. Add, if that adds a little fuel to the equity fire. Well, and I guess this is where I'm a little torn because if the Fed is relying on the 10-year uh, treasury yield to do some true, of the work for them, if true. it comes in too much, does the Fed then, oh, well, now we have to act and yeah. you know, that kind of messes up the narrative. I so I, right. I think you're, you're right. I, let, let's go with your first yeah, let's go with your first uh, thing where it's yeah. just kind of a trading range, a little back and forth. It gets people used to the new normal that, hey, yes, we aren't going to have low interest rates forever. Um, and it's it's just going to get more back to back to normal. So I think that's uh, not necessarily a bad thing, but it will take some adjusting. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's check out some stocks. So Axon, AXON, this was an earnings mover today, a move of over 6% volume behind the move as well. We did see a deceleration on the earnings side, but it was still a strong 70% growth uh, number there for earnings and a slight 
acceleration on the revenue side up 33% this quarter. Also an improvement on the margin side of things here, Justin. Uh, but talk to us about the levels that you're seeing on this stock. Was this actionable today or what are some of the signals that you're looking at? Well, now we're coming into this uh, issue of a lot of breakouts happening and can we trust breakouts again, right? For a lot of the last year or two, uh, it's kind of been, oh, breakouts, I don't know. Um, and it's it's breaking out right into an area of resistance. So if you look at the weekly chart on this, there really is kind of a lot of space here where, you know, if, if you look back in the March 23 quarter, uh, this is exactly where a lot of congestion right around this price area happened. So the question is, is it going to kind of do the same right here where it gets into that price congestion? Or is this the start of a move out into new high ground? So uh, that's going to take a little bit of time to resolve itself one way or the other. Uh, but certainly uh, you can't deny that it had a strong uh, reaction to earnings, um, very positive, some volume behind it. And Look, you might look at, oh, well, deceleration from 150% the prior quarter to 70% this quarter. But look, 70% is no slack. Right. Not so, at that's all. That's not too bad. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, good context there. Okay. We will have to see what happens from here. Also want to take a look at Eli Lilly today. This one moving on news, which at first we thought that it was... Um, you know, kind of just like expected, okay, we knew that this approval was coming. Justin, please chime in with more details. But then it started picking up throughout the day, clearing day highs in the afternoon and rising even higher from there to finish the day with a pretty decent gain of 3.3% in some volume, the highest upside volume since the quarterly report in August. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest, I can't really add anything more to that, Allie, because I thought Manjaro was already approved, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm seeing the commercials, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't approved already. So maybe and... <laughs> for whatever use case that they're. No, absolutely. You yeah. know, it's, it's definitely the use case. It's the it's the it's a diabetes drug that's now being used for weight loss in the same way that Ozempic and Wigovi uh, for Novo Nordisk. So, you know, that that really is the issue here, um, which, again, everyone expected and there was really no movement at all when that news came out because again it was very expected but still there was a reaction here um eventually as you showed on the intraday chart so a lot of volume behind it today and i think it just kind of reminded people that look you know both novo nordisk and eli Lilly have something uh have something special here with their weight loss uh uh, drugs or the the drugs that the, they were using for diabetes that are now being able to be used for um, for weight loss and Novo Nordisk has come out with a lot of other uses for this uh, for their same drug and you almost wonder if Eli Lilly is going to be doing the same so uh, certainly a nice move by Eli Lilly this is one of the leaders uh, if if you go again to look at the Eli Lilly weekly chart um, you can just see that this has pretty pretty much held that 10 week moving average line uh, for as much as these pullbacks, you know, did have some sharpness to it. Uh, the 10 week moving average line has really contained this move and it's, it's had a nice move for most of this year. I, this is arguably one of the leaders. Yeah, totally agree with you, Justin. Let's now take a look at Dell. This was our stock of the day, seeing a double bottom breakout with a blue dot. We've got earnings coming up in just about two weeks time. I think perhaps uh, maybe the one sticking point with the breakout this week is not, we're not seeing an avalanche of volume, uh, but 
would you say that this is still a relatively decent volume profile? It peaked above average on the breakout day and is holding the game. Yeah, so we, we did actually talk about this, Ken and I, I think, on the uh, Monday uh, Stock Market Today video on that day. And what I like about it is that it's holding. You know, that's the thing that we were seeing before with breakouts is sometimes the failure would be immediate. Uh, what have we seen this time around? Uh, it basically kind of, you know, had an inside day. That's where the low uh, is higher than the previous day's low and the high is lower than the previous day's high. So you, you you're basically kind of tracing out a little bit of a pause here, but it's not giving up any ground. And I think that's what we wanna see more of in the indexes, in the stocks that are leading, uh, because that's that's showing power. Now, one of the things you do have to be careful of, there was all of that breakout activity, some volume on it as well, and we are basically gonna be running into earnings uh, not too not too far in the future. So that's something to be keeping in mind. Um, we, we have a lot of earnings season behind us and we've got a lot of things already done, but there are still those to come. So you have to be very aware of whether or not your stock is on that, uh, on that list. And sometimes the competitors, as we've seen, uh, sometimes right. it's the competitors that will jolt, jolt your stock one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you do have to be aware of that as well. Right. Competitors, supplier, customers, yes. theme. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there could be lots. There's of all sorts of ways they can get you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that is it for today, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.